James here, and welcome to the second edition of Fresh Air with Friends. Interesting, thought-provoking chat, I hope, and vignettes from many of the podcasts that I've been doing over the last little bit with some really cool people. So, essentially, you're sitting somewhere, you're driving somewhere, you're waiting somewhere, you're in a meeting somewhere, and you need something to just tilt the world in a little bit of a different direction so that you can take a big breath, get some fresh air. That's what this is all about. One of the things that's been on my mind lately is interviews. So we're, we're in this COVID period. People have lost their jobs. People are finding new jobs. You're looking for new things. You're interested in getting funding. You're trying to get into a school. You want to join a club. Inevitably, somebody is going to look at you and say, we'll need to do an interview. What is your interview threshold? As in, what, how much training have you had for an interview? How much thought do you give to interviews? How much preparation do you put into the interview? So not only are you knowledgeable about what it is you're going to be interviewing for, but are you dressing the part? Have you rehearsed how you're going to sound? Have you, yeah, done the homework? That's what I want to have a chat with you about is, well, interviews. And essentially the reason I want to have that chat is because the last thing you want to do is get caught out. Getting caught out happens to us all the times. In fact, Colin Thomas from Essential Maintenance and We Will Fix It Dubai did a little bit of a, you know, a, a 10 minutes with Colin on him getting caught out and how we dealt with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always be prepared. So, the reason I want to talk about preventative measures now, which is not something we tend to go on about, and I'll, I'll explain that too, but the reason is I got caught out this week, James, uh -oh. with a uh -oh. bit of a classic. So, I'm out and about pajeroing, uh, as I often do, and I got this, you know, the, the nasty red face from uh, that comes from your partner where, you know, you just know. I don't even need to read that. <laughs> I don't know what I'm in trouble for, but I know I'm in trouble. Okay? Yeah. So I had just walked the dog, and I normally do, I don't know, six or seven kilometers in the morning to, to try and get my steps going, ready for the day. And I had come back, quick shower, straight out, because I, I was then behind schedule, and, um, and this face came in, and Natalie hadn't been able to come out on the walk with me like she normally does. So instead, she's like, I know what, I will dust off um, the treadmill and um, go and, and do that instead. And we have a spare bedroom downstairs that we kind of converted to a bit of a gym. And um, she pressed the, um, the on button for the AC and absolutely nothing happened. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Um, equally, actually, she then um, thought, right, I'll survive this, but I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll go running and I need some music. And then the do had gone off as well. It wasn't my fault. I paid the bill. It was all do. Um, <laughs> oh, so, that's even worse. So, yeah, I got, I got double. I got that one. You know the one with the, um, uh, the various letters yeah. that cover the mouth? Hey, with the, are you talking her mobile, mobile do thing? A mo uh, no, no, it wasn't. Uh -huh. It was a house. Okay, because I found with the do, yeah. this is just a side note, 
so, I, so I've got mobile. I have my due. If yes. it's due on the 27th, they mm. cut it off at noon on the 27th. If you haven't paid bit harsh, I mean, same day, like they, yeah. it's halfway through the day. Yeah. And sometimes I'm just going to pay. Yeah. I'll pay it on the 20th. I don't know why I wait. Now I pay three days, four days earlier. Yes. Well, we've got due home internet oh, and okay. um, it's been, uh, it's been an odd month for due. And I thought it was just yeah. me. And then so quickly checked on the socials. And no, everybody's having okay. a nightmare. So it's just, so basically this room is a room that we don't really use that much. Oh. It's during the summer when we can't yeah. really do the long walks. Then at that point, you know, we'll both um, hit the treadmill um, and do a much shorter walk with the dog. But we hadn't really used it very much. Used yeah. it as a bit of a storeroom with the other renovations going on, and um, but hadn't really used it. So I hadn't really checked that AC oh. or the room as a whole in quite a while. Because it wasn't important. Exactly. Now, at this moment, when it suddenly went hot, it suddenly became important. Yeah. And it was proven that, actually, a bit of preventative maintenance <laughs> would have just checked that out. So, what I suggest to everybody at the moment, so first of all with ACs, is as a start point, work out when you last got them serviced. Mm. You know? uh, interesting. Did they, did they do like cars, put a sticker on it, said last service was? We have those, but interestingly, yeah. quite a lot of people don't like that because the, uh, really? the aesthetic. We tried to make it as... Yeah. Good looking as possible, but um, quite a lot of people feel as though it is detracting from their house. So it is not. It's on the roof, though. Oh no, no, no! That's not that's not oh. much use because if you imagine it's for oh. a customer to track. Oh, okay. So it has so to be on the indoor thermostat. Oh no, no, no! Yeah. One likes that. Okay, yeah, exactly. I got you. Hence the issue. I got you. Um, but you kind of need to work it out because if let's say the absolute worst case scenario is six months. Now, as it turns out, it was exactly six months since I last got my oh. AC serviced. So hopefully the boys are coming to do the rest of them over the next day or two. Um, but at that time, we'd gone through them like you wouldn't believe. Right. But I probably, I, honestly, I really should have checked them again at kind of the four-month stage um, because I'm trying to build reliability into the units. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. if you do that, you need to actually work out whether or not you've got any issues. And we do. <laughs> so this unit had a gas leak. Um, oh, and uh, the interesting thing was on the LG units that you get a lot in the ranches, the springs, uh, that, those kind of areas, and um, they have a low pressure switch, which is a really sensible idea. Oh, okay, uh, and it's basically is this a, is this a, on all units or is this just no? It is variable. Just these LGs. Depends. Well, no, not just the LGs. Quite a lot of brands have them, but the problem is that over the years these have kind of got less and less mm. effective and they're quite often bypassed which is not good no. okay. um, in which case the unit will still run you've got low gas and as a result it's working really really hard and Burns good, the good chance of killing it yeah anyway it turns out it worked on this one okay. absolutely fine and uh, shut off the unit for us and um, so our head tech Rene is, um, is doing the gas leak this morning and hopefully that will be fine but it reminded me about preventative maintenance that I should be doing I haven't looked around at my tank to see whether I've got water leaks. Mm. I haven't been, um, you know, I actually, I have done the floors. We're still we're yeah. getting all of the dining areas being oh, done. Should good. be finished today, finally. But then Natalie and I had the big discussion. It wasn't an argument. Yes, it was. Um, <laughs> about, I've got all these loose tiles that are driving me yeah. up the wall. I've got the tiler right here. He's doing the main area, but we've blocked all of that off so that all of the dust doesn't doesn't get everywhere. But I've got like eight additional tiles that he really should do while he's here. She's having none of it. I just cannot get logic to win. <laughs> but it's again, it's all of these issues. And then I started looking around at the ceilings at the, uh, that I hadn't redone all of the T runners and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, oh no, I should have used January and February to get all of this done and I've let it slip. Mm. But this is where the problem occurs. Now, 
we are in a lucky situation, which is it is not one of the ACs that we regularly use. Right. And in all truth, it's not a big deal that we can't go on the treadmill as things sit right now. But the truth from, for uh, you know the majority of people is each AC is being used. Yeah. And if you have a water leak, DEWA will not help you out. There is not a scenario whereby right. if you have a leak on your property, which is past the DEWA meter, yep. you can't go to DEWA and say, look, I'm really sorry, but we've had this leak, but will you let me off the 25 thousand no. bill yeah it's a blank no it's a blank no which is you know what you've used the water that's yeah. the truth of the matter yeah. so uh, it's so important to keep an eye on that and again now these digital meters are coming in so yeah. they're a really good indication as to when you're when you've got a <laughs> yeah. um overuse so so it's important to kind of um, manage so just, that. so just walk around and take a look at yeah, all yeah. of the junction points look at your tank look at the yes. where there's potential leaking happening and this actually especially rooftop tanks this is a great time of year because you can actually notice if there's just a small leak because it's not as hot and you don't have stuff yes. evaporating you yep. kind of look like oh there's water there in the morning yeah where'd that come from yeah absolutely and then there's the uh, the other side of that where not that many people get access to their roofs but most uh, properties have an overflow normally it comes out um uh, on a side wall probably about 18 inches above um mm. the ground level and just literally looking at that you can if there's water coming out of it and it's not you haven't just had an ac guy on your yeah. roof you do have yeah, a leak exactly. there's not there's not an ambiguity here you've got a leak yeah so you immediately want to get somebody out to fix that before you have that twenty five thousand durham d we've got an interesting one that goes with this preventative maintenance mm. the pump on the roof that creates pressure ah yes sometimes when i turn on the tap doesn't instantly give me pressure and it, it waits quite a long time yeah, there's, so there's a number of elements that can cause that. Interestingly enough, if it still comes on after quite a long period, yeah. um, then it's highly likely there's actually nothing that you can do to improve that dramatically. Right. There might be little things that you can do, but if it's an electronic pressure vessel, yeah. um, they're kind of preset, and okay. the failure, they're kind of one of those, which is you don't normally replace it unless it has properly fail because you, right. it's unlikely you'll get much benefit uh, all it is is the spring in effect that's okay. in the in the uh, unit is not as strong as it used to be so it doesn't hold as high a pressure right. initially and get push it out so to start then the pump um, operating so my one of my things that i noticed is when it's cooler it does it more when it gets warmer it doesn't do it as much so i kind of went maybe uh, okay well yeah differential weather, pressure yeah weather stuff the, maybe it'll just yeah you know, just but also annoying. your plumbing is the biggest determinant of that yeah. which is if you've got lots of bends on your plumbing circuit yeah then it really affects the um you know the difference in okay. pressure across the overall unit that's mm. required to get all the way up to your pump to say i need water so it takes time for that pressure to e even right. out over the system come down far enough to activate the pump it's it's mm. more to do with yeah. that on the whole crazy okay so yeah no big issue anything yeah, else is. we should be looking at um what else to be looking at uh you know the other thing for me is at this time of year if you want to be efficient it makes sense to look not just at the preventative stuff that needs doing but have a look at all of the additional diy type thing because if you go to a company and say look i can do all of this in one go a it's going to be efficient in terms of your time because it'll be one appointment to get yeah. uh, to get set up hopefully it'll be with specialists at the same time rather yeah. than one guy doing everything which is dangerous um, but it also means that you're paying one call out fee yeah. instead of having to do like three call out fees for different jobs even if different technicians are coming they should only charge you uh, for oh, one call okay. out fee so it's a sensible way of, um, of, of trying to keep that efficiency um, with your maintenance needs there we go it's interesting when we start thinking about interviews 
And we start thinking about the material that you submit for that interview. And again, this could be an interview for a job. You could be at school and, and just want to join a team, a club. And the people involved say, yeah, we got to have a little bit of an interview. Did you know 76% of CVs are rejected to the simple fact that they've been sent to whoever has to take a look at it from an email address that is not professional. So this might be smileyclowns at hotmail.com or stinkytoes at gmail.com or oh my, oh my, oh my at mcconaughey.com. Okay, maybe the mcconaughey.com is going to be okay. But you get the point. Impressions are so important when we're interviewing for anything. And it's amazing how every single detail Get scrutinized right down to your email address. So you're, you're sitting in your car, you're doing the school run this morning, and you're thinking right now, oh yeah, I've got my great Hotmail address. My parents have allowed me to do it. Hey, congratulations. Your parents have, have given you the green light. Keep them informed of everything on that email account, please. Think carefully about the name you use. Think carefully about the hosting service. You know, you don't want to have James Pikeaway at, uh, you know, at dumbasdumb.com. That's probably not the best email address. Email addresses. Interesting. And, and the really, the, the, the funny thing about all of this is we live in this world where we want to have some fun, right? We try to do things a little bit differently. We try to let our personalities exist across all of the ways we present ourselves. So not just in our clothes and the hat and your backpack and your wallet and your purse and your shoes, but the activities that you do and, and that email address becomes really important there as well. Sometimes we just want to have fun. Kat Kinsella Fernandez can attest to that. This is kind of fun. Tongue twisters. I want you okay, think hard. Get involved. This is this is going to require some action. So if you're driving, you're exempt. But if you're not, you have to get ready to participate. <laughs> this goes back to when I was 10 years old. I had a wonderful drama teacher. And we did lots of um, warm-up activities. You know, like uh, tongue twisters. Are you... Um, Peter Piper, Peter Pecker, Pecker Pepper, all that kind of business, right? To 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 work the work the mouth, work the lungs. And so I've got one for you this morning. You need a finger, but it must be a clean finger. Do not, I repeat, do not have a sanitized finger. You will regret it. It needs to be clean, but not with the sanitizer on it. Okay. okay. If, you, so if, you if you don't trust your own finger, a really <laughs> clean pen. But not sanitized. But not sanitized. <laughs> All right. Trust me on this. Uh, what? Now, which finger is Asma going with? I see the pinky or the, the Okay. <laughs> okay. In the chat, you will see one of the old tongue twisters. Chat. Hold on. Chat. I got to open the chat. Okay. Oh, yeah. Open the chat up for me. With that um, finger? <laughs> yeah. With, with the sanitized <laughs> finger? For that pen. Okay. Okay. So... I'm going to give you a tongue twister. Don't worry, it has zero meaning. It's pretty much like it's completely shallow. Just, you know, I don't want to say anything about myself there. But, and we're going to practice it together. So the first thing we're going to do, let me just get into the chat. 
Okay. I'm writing it the way we would write it. Then I've, I've, I've spaced it out because some of the words are very, very long. It's early so, in the morning. These are a lot of instructions. <laughs> okay. It goes like this. Are you copper bottoming? Oh my man. No, I'm alaminga minga mum. Right? And if you see it underneath, right? You've got, are you copper bottoming? Oh my man. No, I'm alaminga minga mum. Okay. I'm going to do that. Five times. Join in with me. Um, you don't need to put your, oh, don't, don't put your mics on. We'll do that awful Zoom thing where like it's like a zombie attack going on, okay? Just practice it with me, right? Are, Are you, you copper bottering, bop bottoming, oh my man? No, I'm alamingamingamum. No, I'm alamingamingamum. I'll go a little bit slower, shall I? Okay? Are you copper bottering, oh my man? No, no, I'm, I'm aluminga minga mum. The mum. Are you copper bottoming? Oh my man. No, I'm aluminga minga mum. Okay, full time. Are you copper bottoming? Oh my man. No, I'm aluminga minga mum. Good morning, Antonia. Are you copper bottoming? Oh my man. No, I'm aluminga minga mum. I love it. The finger or the pen, right? So this is the next stage of the tongue twister is we're going to try and sound like Her Royal Highness Queen Elizabeth II by putting the pen or the finger in your mouth and you say it again. You say, are you copper bottoming? <laughs> oh, my man. No, I'm out of the queen. Instant queen. Doesn't matter where you're from in the world, what your accent is. <laughs> Right, pen in, pen in the mouth. Are you ready? Three, two, one. Are you, Are you copper bottoming? Oh, my man. No, I'm out of minga minga mum. Can we have, can we have uh, any volunteers who'd like to show us their queen, let us listen to their queen accent? I do not sound like the queen at all. I don't know what you're talking about. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. I'll be the judge of that. I will be the judge of that. Get on. Come on. Oh, no, 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 no. I did not want to volunteer. Come on, Maha. Maha's up. Okay. One Harris said try. Oh, okay. Are you coffee bottling? Oh, man. No, I'll ming a ming a your Majesty, your Majesty, <laughs> your Majesty. <laughs> that's true. You guys are way too. When bad. I closed my eyes, Clarissa, <laughs> <laughs> sounded just like the Queen to me. Liz, yes. Michael, yeah, Michael, let's hear you, Michael. Hi. Michael, let's hear that. Let's hear it. Come on. Give us your Queen version. <laughs> you got to turn on the mic, Michael. On the mic. Unmute. Unmute. <laughs> I've unmuted several times. It keeps muting. I think somebody's got a conspiracy against me. No, nobody. Just your finger. That might be the case. Are you copper-bottoming? Oh, my God. No, I don't need a minimum. Doesn't work too well. That's a talent cat. Like, if he can do it, that's really good. <laughs> Swan, let's hear Swan do it. Oh, come on. <laughs> yes. Have prestige. King. King. Where'd King go? We well, want him to go next. Now. You have higher prestige now. You're the queen. All right. Okay. Are you comfortable? I mean, oh, my God. 
No, I, I remember him being alone. <laughs> Aldrin! Aldrin! I don't get it. It pulls your, your, your lips back, or you have to talk at the back of your mouth. Well, maybe it's just me doing that voice. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's entertaining. Who's next? Maha, Maha. Look at you, Maha. Ready with a pen or your finger. Okay, wait, what am I supposed to say? That, the, the thing in the, in the, in the box. The tongue twister. Alumagamagamas? No, 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 you gotta put your finger in your mouth. Am I copper watering, oh my man? I'm alumagamagamam. That's what you gotta do. This is all recorded, yeah? Oh yes. Okay. This, this, this will be easier with a pen. Right. Okay. Okay. Are you copper watering, oh my man? No, I'm alumagamim. <laughs> interesting thing to be thinking about when we start thinking about interviews and applications and finding stuff. You know, I was, I was talking about this whole idea that you need to be thinking about how you present yourself and, and how people see you and how they make decisions about you. 80%, I know, listen to that number again, 80% of opportunities, whether those be in jobs or positions things that you can join, etc. You know, you want to join the first aid club. You want to be part of the debating society. You want to join the, the book club on your block. You want to become part of the knitting crew. 80% of these things aren't advertised. So you find out about them from people who are around you, people you interact with, people you do things with. That's kind of interesting, isn't it? Because it goes back to not only thinking about your email address, but thinking about how you've presented yourself to people. Are you presenting a consistent story? And I hate to say it, but you're sitting in the back seat of a, a minibus or a bus or a car and you're thinking, you know, how really important is this, James? Do I really need to be thinking at 13, 14, 15, 17 years old what my email address is or what I'm posting up on Instagram or what's in my TikTok account? And the answer is yes, you need to be because all of that stuff is going to influence what people think of you. And since 80% of opportunities that you might want to get involved with from work to just having some fun and relaxation and, and, and clubbing. And I don't mean going to the club, but I mean, joining a club, the chess club, the pottery club, you know, the foot insole club, Dan <laughs> inside joke, Dan, great guy actually works with Colin and, uh, he's, he's a connoisseur of foot soles insoles because he's, uh, he's had some feet issues and sometimes, those ones, you know, I was like, keep those dogs on the feet. So he's an insole guy. And I'm sure that he is part of the Dubai International Insole Club. So the point being, and this is kind of it, right? So you want to make sure you're thinking about everything you're doing. But ultimately, you got to slow down a little bit too. Slow down. Give things an opportunity to happen. Same, same, but different. Dr. Jenna Burton talks to us about slowing down the places that are making those meals right that are coming in the cans and they've got oh it's, it's horrible smell. i think it cans maybe a little bit different too Can, uh, all in cans i always go back to the uh, program the nature of things dr david suzuki years ago it's got to be at least 30 years ago 25 for sure 
And he did a show on plastics. And he was talking about uh, phantom pheromones and all these things. And one of the big areas that, that he kind of keyed in on was the fact that there's so many plastics and so many things we don't realize they're in. And the yes. linings of cans, tin cans, are lined with plastic. There's a plastic coating on the lining of the interior of a tin can that in the past had been a leaching agent. Now, a lot of that's been fixed. They've done new things. But still, and I just, again, goes back to what we've been talking about there's just there's just a lot of chemicals around yeah. aren't there? there's just loads <laughs> of chemicals and ultimately what what predisposes to cancer we've talked a lot about predisposing what is that uh, it basically means that you speed up the cell turnover in your body and therefore if, if, if we do anything faster than doing yeah. it slower it's more likely to go wrong so slow down a little bit slow down slow down that's <laughs> the what, what's the motto in the end of this uh, podcast Slow down. Slow down. And you know what? That's where we're going to leave it. And and I think that's that's what we need to do on our next uh, when we meet up again. We're talking about slowing down. Let's talk about slowing down. We need to we need to get our good friend back in. <laughs> I mean, can I just say this morning has been absolutely horrendous. I know for me. you've been crazy. I've had I've a crazy, here, crazy morning. I've actually been here slowed down. Yeah. I've been I've been relaxing, and it was funny because you know the the messaging was going back and forth, but it was only after I realized oh. It's, it's, we're supposed to be starting now, that I went and picked up my phone, which is recording, and turned it back on and said, I wonder if Jenna sent any messages. And I'm looking, oh yeah, she's, oh, there we go. Oh dear. Yeah, so we're saying slow down. It's, it's very easy to talk about things. I, we appreciate it's harder to do it. So yeah, uh, yeah. there we go. Cool. It's been a lot of fun. And I've been talking so quietly. No, you haven't, James. No, That's look, a she's, lie. She, I've been so quiet. You're going to hear it on the podcast. Neva's sleeping through everything. It's absolutely fantastic. 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 <laughs> Fantactile. Fantastic. Oh, don't worry. I think, by the way, just as a quick note before we finish, I'm yeah. sure I've made up some words today. I, that's good. Made just, up words are not? always a good thing. Why not? But don't worry. Someone's going to be truth checking everything we're saying. When we think about interviewing and getting understood and people taking a look at what we're doing, it's important to remember that when you start thinking about becoming part of something and you put yourself out there and people start scrutinizing what you've done and they are going to look at everything, people, it's like, just be aware but it's the long game. Did you know the average job? We'll just talk jobs. The average job that people apply to, and this is the average, 118 applicants for one position. That's extraordinary. I mean, I can attest to that as a university professor. I've applied for positions and they've sent back and said, you know, sorry, James, you're, you're, you know, you're, we're not, we're, we, we're choosing not to interview you probably because they've looked at the fancy shirts and they say, we just can't, yeah, that guy's just not going to fit in. If you've got no idea what I'm talking about with respect to my shirts, go check out the James cast, all one word, and just take a scroll through and you'll see shirts, sometimes t-shirts, but often epic shirts. In fact, there's a post in there. Scroll down, you'll see my closet. It's pretty epic. The, the point of all of this being, you got to get mentally and physically in the game for this whole interview process because it's the long haul. Not only do we find that there could be over a hundred people interviewing for one position, it doesn't happen fast. As on average, 23 to 28 days. I know you're saying, where do you get these stats? It's true though. The average interview process from the time that you submit stuff to, or forget the submitting stuff, that could take months. But from the time that they, the organization starts talking to you, the group starts talking to you, it could take them days, weeks to get involved. So not only do you need to be thinking about how you're presenting yourself, not only do you need to be thinking about the fact that you're in 
you're in competition, but it's going to drag on. So you need to be physically and mentally in the game. And, and Kev Fitzsimmons, he can help us get into that position. I had a, my own personal training business um, and I worked, as I said previously in, in past episodes about working in the village hotel. So yeah. um, I've got that experience. Which wasn't an actual hotel. No. <laughs> Well, it w- no, was it? It was. Yeah, it oh, was yeah, okay. actually. Sorry, it did have rooms to stay as okay, well. Okay. Yeah, did anyone luxury- stay there? Uh, yeah, it okay. was massive. Okay. Had the luxury of staying in one of the uh, the staff rooms a couple of nights. I was there. Staff on, rooms too. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. But one room with just a skylight. That was it. And like, I got the. Oh, I felt really good. I finished okay. me late shift. I go yeah, up. Yeah, I'd, I'd have me yeah. me me single bed to myself. Get back up at five thirty in the morning. Then back in the That's six. Not bad. And, so and then housekeeping with housekeeping with yeah nice. I'd love to live in a hotel. I, I, honestly, it. I would be in me, in me absolute. I'm, I'm uh, thinking the week in the hotel, weekend back home. Be good. And then, you, you know, you're you're concentrated on the job. Yeah. You, you do the job, you get in, you get in, you get in yeah. and then wait. Could be work. nice, that, wouldn't it? Yeah. I don't know if, I don't I know know if, if my missus would agree with that. <laughs> well, I see. I think and there's, there's so many of these scenarios. If you're single, they really rock. Yeah. <laughs> You're yes. married. Yeah. You got issues but yeah, you make it work, don't you? You make it yeah. work. But in going back to the personal training, I've worked with all ages, right through from kids, yeah. right up to, to adults, 70 plus. Right. I still, uh, 70 plus. 70 plus. Still keeping See, contact I'm, with I'm these guys. I'm thinking, um, you know, look, I'm, I'm, I'm hitting, I'm, I'm halfway through 50 here. Yeah. And I'm thinking when I look at the gyms and all that stuff, I'm, I'm not seeing me in the yeah. gyms. I mean, yeah, I see a few of me's in the gyms, but I'm not yeah. seeing a lot of me in the yeah. gym. When I'm looking outside at people running around like I'm doing, I'm not seeing a lot of me. Okay. Yes, and, yes. and I'm thinking in my mind, there is that, that segment of the market is not being tapped. Mm. And, and I'm figuring that segment of the market's not being tapped because those people are busy with their older kids. They're getting older, they're getting mm. creaky, they're getting, you know, aches and pains. Yeah. They, they, they're, you know, they, they, they're starting to retain a little bit of blubber mm-hmm. along, around the waistline, they, you know, and all, whatever reasons. I mean, I was talking to someone the other day, she's been through a few surgeries and whatnot, and she's having trouble bending over. And I'm going, well, that seems weird. But, you know, and and that person who's, you know, hitting 50 and and moving forward is now not engaging. Because I said, what are you doing for activity? What are you doing for movement? What are you doing? I'm not doing anything. I'm going... Again, that whole market. Then, yeah, and I'm thinking absolutely. you're not the only one. There's mm-hmm. hundreds of you, you know, yeah. hundreds of us in that age group who are not buying into the gym or or a lot of the training stuff mm-hmm. because, you know, it, it, we're not being spoken to, mm-hmm. catered to. And I thought, oh, that's that's an interesting. Yeah. we need to talk about that yeah. uh, more. It, you know, it the the it the two gyms that I worked at, the Village Gym had a mixed bag. It had okay. all ages because it was more like a leisure club so you yeah, could yeah. get all sorts. That's kind of cool. But you would find that the same group, like the older group would come in early mornings. They would yeah. go in the gym. It was brilliant. They'd do gym work and they do in the pool as well. So they, they had the, 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 you know, the, the combination of both, but then you got the social side. Right. It was great. Then they go and have breakfast. Yes. Or, you know, or whatever. coffee upstairs yeah, yeah. or whatever. So it was, a, it was a really nice feel. So whereas the second place I went to was more like a set strength and conditioning facility. So it was, um, you would get more, you probably age demographic up to twenties, teenagers, yeah. right up to fifties, to but you wouldn't see an older 
right demographic in comparison yeah. to to what you would yeah. get in the village hotels yeah. you've got that social side of things so social side of it's big yeah belonging right as human beings yeah, belonging yeah. to something because we all want to belong to something and that's a big thing surrounding yourself with like-minded people is a big thing it's being belonging and 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 it drives people on oh we yeah are we meeting up in the village tomorrow We're, you know you've got a little group yeah. i used to sit in the room with them and play quizzes in the morning okay. they do the weights and we do a quiz with them and they keep working around sadly one of the guys passed away um oh, yeah. but he he was great right the way through and like he kept active he kept moving he kept going he yeah. lost his wife but he he kept coming back because he had all his family it was like right. a family yeah, to him yeah. you know he, he had the staff that he knew everyone and he yeah. knew he knew all the um the people all the members he had this group of mates yeah. that he together they do tai chi right they'd go and do the the weights only life to get yeah. on the treadmills well, or the cross trainers or the rows yeah. and it'd keep them ticking over and keep them going you know well, and i think that that becomes part of part of the challenge yeah. that we all face and and where this is all going is as i want to talk to you about but working with different age groups and and the different things that you think about mm -hmm. but also for us as people who are working at keeping ourselves fit mm. and what fit means as an 18 year old, yeah, what yeah, fit yeah, means yeah. as a 30 year old, what fit means as a 40 year old, yeah. 50 year changes. It does. It does. Yeah. Your mindset changes, doesn't it? And um, you know, the, the wanting to be ripped versus the yeah. wanting to be mobile yeah. are 50 years difference. Yes. Yeah. I'd say so. And it's just, you know, these like, as you, I, for me, I always just want people to keep moving doing the right things, um, making people mobile, making everyday tasks easier. If someone comes to me and says, I want to get after, I want to get ripped and lean as possible, there's ways of going about that. If someone wants to just make the, the everyday lifestyle a little bit better and 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 the day to day, then there's there's ways of going about about that. And obviously not one size fits all. So you know what really becomes important when you start thinking about this whole interview process and all of the pieces that come together? Be honest, people. <laughs> I'm telling you, would you believe that, that the stats are somewhere between 83 and 85% of those people who are going into interviews and producing content, they don't tell the truth? They massage the data about themselves? Look, you know what? Honesty is always the best policy because if you say that you know how to use Excel and you're an Excel pro and then they say, great, you're an Excel pro, wonderful. We got 10 minutes and we want you to show us how you'd format this sheet and you can't do it, you're blacklisted. They're never going to look at you again ever. And, you know, does it feel good that you lied on your CV? If you say, oh, you know, I can, I can edit audio. And that might be my thing, right? So they say, can you edit audio? Say, Absolutely. I'm okay. They say, can you, uh, can you show us how you sync video together and, you know, do multiple videos and create a two camera stream? I can do it in 10 minutes. It might take me a little longer because I don't do it a lot. So if someone said, are you, are, you know, what's, what's your proficiency at video editing? Beginner, beginner. I can do it. I'm not good at it but I, I can do it. So I, I would never say, oh yeah, I, I'm, I'm a pro. Yeah, I'd get caught out. Knowing things and, and knowing the information about things and, under, and, and knowing when to say you don't know things is a powerful tool for that interview. And sometimes it's just common things. Farah, Dimini, Josh and Mel and I had this wonderful conversation about menopause. And it's amazing 
how little sometimes we know and why is it important to have that conversation? Ultimately, admit when you don't know things and let people share and tell you what you need to know. What did, what did you discover in your research of why it's not a, not a con- common conversation? I, um, there are mul- multiple reasons, right? Uh, and the first one being that uh, menopause is synonym of um, uh, negative, negativity, mm. negative mm. things, negative symptoms, painful, hot flashes. Yeah. It's not portrayed the right way in the medias uh, since like decades, yeah. right? Um, so do you want to talk about negative things? Not really, yeah. right? Yeah. And, um, and by not talking about it, uh, this becomes a, a taboo. You know, yeah, there's okay. a lot of silence around it and you're not very comfortable talking about it. The other reason is that we live in societies that until not too long ago were, um, or still actually, um, controlled and managed by men, Yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, the medical sector, the medical field, research and so on was all mainly men. Um, and usually, what do you study? What do you research? You, um, you want to assert uh, things that you relate to in some ways. And right. uh, menopause is something that men don't relate. I it, mean, uh, till now, I have to say, till now. <laughs> Because <laughs> that will be the well, second part. But, you know, and this is something I think you, you bring up a, a super important point is that medicine and, and sort of our modern medicine is pretty new. Like it is not an old thing. You know, yes, there are traditional medicines and there's medicines been around for forever in some way, shape or form. But the modern medicine that we're talking about is pretty new. And absolutely, when you think about med schools and medical training, it's only in the last 20, 30 years even that that we start to see more women really coming up the ranks and going through that medical training. And really very recently that we we start to see a much better, Mm -hmm. you know, equity in male, female, uh, studying and, and some of that has to do with STEM and what the, what, you know, expectations out of high school, et cetera. I mean, it's, it's, it's the, the, the cards are stacked against women in the world of medicine. Well, um, I mean, yeah. yes, the, the reality is that, uh, it is. And, uh, and women's health, uh, is, uh, is, uh, is totally underserved. Yeah. We do, um, uh, I mean, in general, we, between men and women, we react, uh, to products uh, differently. We think about healthcare yeah. differently and we, uh, we, um, uh, we take care of ourselves differently, right? Uh, we don't have the same needs, but for a very very long time uh, like historically we thought that uh, the difference between a man and a female a male and female body the only difference was the size and the reproductive um, yeah. function that's it yeah. uh, but it is not like yeah. these reproductive <laughs> functions like we have hormones these hormones are I mean we do have as male and female we do have the same set of hormones but uh, some are dominant in male and some are dominant in female but when these these hormones go down then uh, there's there's uh, you know yeah, yeah. tons of consequences physical consequences but also mind and mental yeah. consequences that do have an impact on your relationships that do have an impact in your uh, uh, in your work, uh, in your family, in, in everything about you. Mm. And uh, I did uh, read this line not too long ago saying like, a woman's better health is the community's better health. 
and oh, it's very that true. Makes so so much sense. So there we go. That was Fresh Air with Friends, the second edition. Thank you very much for hanging out. You got something you want to share? James at thejamescast.com. Drop me a line. Share the link. Let people know we're out there. It's a whole bunch of fun. And Fresh Air with Friends is really just the conversation that I want to listen to when I'm waiting for an appointment, when I'm commuting, when I'm sitting at home and I just need some distraction. Throw on the headphones, get immersed in a few conversations. Look, the, the whole mindset, by the way, of Fresh Air with Friends is that you can pause it, that you can rewind it, that when you need, you can blast it. But we're here for you. So thank you very much for listening. Share the link. We'll talk to you again really, really soon. So long for now. Oh, and one last thing. Our podcast music was provided by thepodcasthost.com and Altitude, the podcast maker. Find your own free podcast music at thepodcasthost.com forward slash free music. <laughs>